Pick the Nintendo Shack and pray. Frederick from Fire Emblem Awakening says, yo. Greetings, Kooplings, and welcome back to the Nintendo Shack. Tonight we record episode 141 of the Nintendo Shack podcast, and I have a suspicion that tonight is going to be heavily focused on a certain game that WayForward is rumored to be making. Um, Before we get into there, I wanted to say that we'd start the show like we will each and every week, but we won't. Because both oh. of you have some answering to do. Oh. What the what hell is, is going on on Twitter where people Mario. think you can just make fun of Mario like that? Is is that all Twitter has become now? It's just a snarky, hot take. I knew this was coming. I didn't think it would be this early. Oh, you oh, can't get away with that. No, no, no. <laughs> Rebecca, 10 franchises uh, from Nintendo okay. better than Mario. <laughs> The face that runs the place. Like, the reason that your Zelda games are able to get made <laughs> is because of Mario's revenue and earnings. Fun that little listen fairy I'm, sword fighter adventure. A lot of people took my tweet to mean that I thought Mario's bad. I do not think Mario's nope, bad. Nope, you just think there are 10 <laughs> other better franchises, so <laughs> yeah. I, I need you that to tell I me. enjoy more. Number one. Zelda. Number two. Where's the list? <laughs> I did. I did. I went and I made a tier maker list. Of I'm sure you I, did. I enjoy. I'm not saying they're more influential. I'm not saying now. Now, this as a whole, they're better. A caveat saying, here is apparently also you haven't played any of them. <laughs> I've Are tried you? many of them. Have you? Oh. You didn't finish Mario any, any Mario. I've games. only finished two Mario games to completion. <laughs> Okay. I've tried a okay. lot of Mario that, games. Which ones have you... So you've tried 64. <laughs> yes. And 3D World. Um, Which one? Was, no, 3D Land on the 3DS. <laughs> and <laughs> Galaxy? Um, That one, uh, Um, I looked uh, up okay. gameplay uh, of it and the gameplay... You looked at it. I looked at a Mario <laughs> game. <laughs> wow. Yeah. No, I beat Super Mario World and um, Odyssey, and I, I did enjoy Super those. Mario World, one I of the greatest yes. video games. It's a really good video game. In it, the history of yes. video gamedom. I'm not denying it. <laughs> no Super Mario 3? How about Mario Bros? Not to completion. I've played it, not to Mario completion. Mario Maker. Again. Uh, no. Yeah, I have Mario Maker. <sighs> okay, right. I'm not including spinoffs. <laughs> All right, you gave me two. Okay. <laughs> What's three? Wait, what's I, I said Zelda. <laughs> what else did I say? <laughs> uh, you don't get two for Zelda, okay? That's how this <laughs> works. Zelda, 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 Zelda. <laughs> Zelda, um, Zelda, Zelda. I enjoy more than Mario. Not saying it's better. That I enjoy more Splatoon. I'm pretty sure your original tweet said better. I'm just saying. In my opinion. <laughs> like she's like, I'm not saying it's better. Coming down. But in my opinion, it's better. <laughs> coming down hard in this show oh my goodness animal crossing okay metroid is that okay garrett is is that okay i mean i i'm not gonna hear defend mario okay, as it much might not as be you, out of the top 10 but it's pretty far down on that list on the top 10 all right keep going 
Okay, again, I'm not including spinoffs here, so I'm gonna, because this is my opinion and my rules, I'm gonna put Mario Kart in there. No, you said franchise, not I said- genre of game. <laughs> you can't compare Mario Kart and... And a regular sure Mario I can. Game. It both stars Mario. He's on the front cover. What do you mean I can't? Okay, but, okay, but there's people who like. Um, I understand your point. I get it. I get the Pokemon, but might not enjoy like puzzly. Sure, I understand, <laughs> but I would still count. Like when you say, "Look, I'm playing semantics to to make my own point." Right? Semantics. You said better, and you said franchise. Franchise includes everything. Like that's okay, Mario's I, franchise. I meant mainline. I got you. I knew what you, and I knew what you meant when you tweeted it. I get it. I understand I what you're trying to say. It's still wrong. Like it's cute, but <laughs> it's com- okay. completely okay. wrong though. Here's the thing: if Nintendo puts out those um, remasters for Mario mm-hmm. games, I will be able to revisit them, and then maybe I will change my mind. What memo did I miss? Have, where I it was okay the- for Nintendo fans to hate Mario now? Like, where? Where am I not in the cool thing anymore? <laughs> it's like the. The hipster no. millennial take now is Mario isn't actually good. Yeah, Donnie, you're not hip enough. <sighs> That's how I felt when I watched it, because it wasn't just you. Everybody was jumping on this this bandwagoner. You know, this was as bad as people trying to say they liked Wonderful 101 all over again. <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm like, what? what is this? Well, since Rebecca said it, it's like, okay, it, guys, it's okay. It's cool. That's <laughs> true. That's true. There, was, That's there true. was a tweet that was going around, share your unpopular Mario opinion. Mm-hmm. Why are we doing this, Twitter? Twitter, why? We why? should we should start a trend of popular opinions. Yeah, share your yeah. popular opinion. Share something share you really enjoy. Share I really us. like Pokemon. Tweet, okay? tweet at us at Shack Life and share your popular opinions. Because I've seen Mario. a lot of this trend, and it's just every franchise. It's like, what's your unpopular opinion? And it's like super awesome popular thing sucks, and then people get mad. <laughs> yeah. And it's just Twitter. I oof. I'm gonna mute this. By the way, I'm gonna mute I this entire hear trend. Popular opinions now. <laughs> Get some positivity going. So was it meant to stir the pot? Of a course. Little bit? Like I feel like I read it. I'm like, all right, Rebecca's trying to get a little bit of. In, in, in <laughs> Do this. I really truly believe it's not in the top ten? No, probably not. Mm-hmm. I can tell you ten other games I do enjoy more than Mario. <laughs> oh yeah. no, I'm, I'm getting, getting. Oh no. Big. No, it's just one. Like, look, I love <laughs> Zelda. It's my favorite franchise of all time. I would never dare. Like, try to be like, <laughs> Zelda is better than Mario. <laughs> it's like, this is freaking Mario. Are you crazy? Don't Okay, but don't confuse influential and better. How about influential, just the most recognizable character of all time, oh, like the highest is, grossing game franchise that. ever? I didn't, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> all right. For, for future reference, we need Rebecca's personal own opinion that has <laughs> nothing to do with any of your feelings whatsoever. Zelda better than Mario. <laughs> I mean, I agree with you. Exactly. Like, if you were asking, I agree. I like Zelda games more than I like Mario games. But mm-hmm. boy, I was reading that thread last night and just crying. Just what is <laughs> happening to this world Water. where people hate Mario? And I've been feeling that way, this whole Mario mm-hmm. remaster thing that we've been going on and on about for months and months now. Guys, we're going to get to play Mario 64, and it's going to be better than the last time we played it. And that is going to be incredible. I want to see it. I want to see. I do. Like, I want to see it too. I, I want to see how much, you know, better they could do with Mar- Super Mario 64. It's going to be so good. It's okay. going to be. That game was so good. 
I'm hoping. That was the other thing. Grouchy, did you see Grouchy get in there with Rebecca and just twist <laughs> yeah. the knife? Grouchy, and he's like, man. you know what? I could say the same thing with but Zelda. Thing. He said the same thing with Zelda. And I think the thing is, is that he didn't grow up with Zelda. I didn't grow up with Mario. Mm. We may have tried those games a little bit later in life. And maybe for whatever reason, it didn't click. If they, and he said that he enjoyed Breath of the Wild. I enjoyed Super Mario Odyssey. We're starting to get back into it a little bit more. Maybe that's like the gateway that we needed. And if they put out those Mario remasters, just like how they're putting out those Zelda remasters, maybe that'll be what it takes to hook me. Yeah. Mario has a cereal. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I'm just, I'm just gonna put that out there. Like he's got a cereal, and like he's like, oh, he's like, he's like the Barbie of video games. He's like, he has every game genre. He's got one. He does everything. He's got all the cars and everything. Like he, that is what his thing is. He is, he's not just synonymous with Nintendo. I know. Mario is synonymous with the medium. Not when you think it. video games, you think Mark. Oh man! No, no. But who's I, you first? You gotta understand. Really? Not a this hurts. But who's hurts. really first? All right, what's the first arcade cabinet of Nintendo that started it all? Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong. Donkey yeah. Kong. Here we go. Donkey Kong is the best franchise of all Nintendo franchises. <laughs> Let's go. There's the hot take of the night. <laughs> it comes out between Kevin and now you guys. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm the odd one out. I'll just leave all podcasts. I, do, I don't. Guys, help. I Help get some sense into these people. <sighs> I think you did a fantastic job diversifying the opinions and views within PSVG. You, you did go. a great job picking us, Donnie. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take that answer seriously. What like a, a great lawyer. That's like what my wife would say. My wife says all the time, she's like, you need a filter. Like in all aspects of life, you just need somebody to walk with you and be like, what Donnie means to say is the following. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> guys, Good what stuff. are you playing? What are you guys into? What are you doing? You go first, Rebecca. Um, I'm diving deeper into Earthbound. There's a franchise that I really like. Um, is it better I, than Mario? I'm really enjoying this game. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Probably more than Mario. No. Um, Hashtag better than Mario. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we're going to rate games from now on. Every time a new game comes out, we're going to place it. Is it above Mario or below Mario? We're going to make it a thing. That, that hashtag's going to be a thing. <laughs> no, I've been diving deeper into Earthbound. Man, this game is so creepy, so weird, so like, what the heck? Every time, you know, I boot this game up, there's something that I just think like, holy crap, like I had no idea that like you could do this <laughs> in a game. Um you know, I'm, I've really been enjoying going back to some of these older games um, mm -hmm. that I have missed. I know I keep saying that, but I, I feel like a lot Wait of Wait till you play who... Mario games. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a lot of people games. who are worried She's about like, you know, guys, you know what's good? <laughs> Sunshine. I didn't. I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I didn't know at all. Sunshine. To be fair, I would enjoy Sunshine if it weren't for the controls. Mm. Just again, sure. defending myself here. <laughs> obligatory um to anybody who is struggling with something to play right now go dive into the backlog of nintendo games that you haven't played i know that there's stuff out there that people haven't played for me i'm going back and finding all of these old super nintendo games that i haven't played and like i'm having such a good time with them they're new to me um you know, making my way through Earthbound is just, it's been so much fun. Um, got to Moonside, anyone who's familiar with the game. Uh, it's totally weird, totally it reminds me of Stranger Things. This is like Stranger Things, the game, um, where you go into like the, um, 
what do they call it in Stranger Things? The, not the upside down. The upside down. The yes. underground. <laughs> they, they're, they come from the ground somewhere, you know. Something like that. It's been a while. Um, just so many parallels to like things like that. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I hate comparing it to Undertale because I know Undertale was influenced by it. But like, again, if you just like those types of games, like, I'm really enjoying it. Um, cool. So still making my way through that. Still in the Animal Crossing grind. That is basically all I've been up to. I have a question for you, Rebecca. Yes. So is you- Sonic better than Mario? Yes. I don't, no, I don't like Sonic. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay we can good. still be friends. <laughs> we, we can have some humanity in this podcast. Uh, no, it's just you, you played Earthbound. You played uh, Chrono Trigger. Yes. It's, you know, you say JRPG is not your genre. Maybe it is. But maybe yeah. it is. She yeah. plays yeah. them all. Games. Yeah, she plays all the classic ones. I want I've like, avoided them my whole life thinking I didn't like them. And mm-hmm. guess what? I'm liking them. And I think maybe you should try out a Dragon Quest game. Xenoblade. Maybe. Uh, Xenoblade? No, no, no. That's that's a little too jump forward to two Japanese here. Wait for I it. Think- yeah. I, I don't know. Ooh, wait for No, I don't know if I could do um, Xenoblade, but a lot of people actually have been suggesting Dragon Quest. Dragon and Quest that, is great. I think I, think I, mm-hmm. I would enjoy that. Mm-hmm. Just be ready for 100 hours of like That's the only thing. That's like why I, I think one of the reasons why I've avoided JRPGs for so long is because mm-hmm. um, the time dedication. Like, yeah. I might have had that time before as a kid and as a teenager i don't really have that time now i play through short games over the course of months as it is Mm -hmm. um but even if like i feel like even if it's a thing where i don't end up finishing it as long as i'm still having a good experience and enjoying it um just to to get that Mm -hmm. that knowledge and experience of those games but yeah maybe i am a jrpg person (laughs) yeah eventually we'll see (laughs) yeah that's what i've been up to cool uh, I've been playing a bunch of different games, actually, this past week. Um, first off, uh, I w- I'm actually going back into streaming uh, this past weekend and started up this game called Time Spinner. Have you guys heard of it? Yes. Um, yeah, so it's it's an indie darling um, recently. It's out on Games Pass. It's about to leave Games Pass. That's where I'm playing it. Um, it is a Metroidvania, and it's a Symphony and I clone as, as close as you can be in terms of uh, I guess the mechanics, the style, it's uh, it's pixelated. Um, the story is not like something at night at all, but like the progression and the way you upgrade your weapons and, ar- <coughs> and your armor, um, very much so like that. Uh, I've been I've been enjoying it a lot. I feel like it's uh, it's a little bit faster pace probably than than something at night. Um, I think the story gets a little out there. I they try to make a lot out of it with time traveling and like trying to figure out what this plot line's about. So basically, it's about this uh, woman that's kind of like a sorcerer, and then like gets her clan gets killed by uh, this evil empire, and now you're gonna have to go through like the present hometown of the empire to kill the emperor, and then you have to go back in the past to kill like previous villains in this empire. I don't know. It it, it goes to places that I'm just like okay. Um, but there is two different worlds. There's a past and a present and you warp between each of them and they have similar areas, but like, you know, they open up in certain areas and grab certain items where you can traverse, you know, completely different, um, pieces of land. It's, it's really cool so far. Um, it's not too long of a game at all. I played about five hours so far. I feel like I'm well over halfway. I, I probably will finish it this weekend. So yeah, if, if you like Metroidvanias, this is a very solid one. Um, 
to to try it to try. You said it's faster paced than most Metrovanias, though. I feel like it is, yes, Um, and it it feels really good. Um, The combat is uh, you control these orbs. Is it tough? It's not. I wouldn't say that's. It's really tough. Okay. Um, And if you die, there's like it's really easy to get to a safe point to fight the boss again. And there is an easy mode if you care to wish for just to go through it. Um, the bosses are a little bit more challenging, but once you know it's like moves set, it's not like Cuphead or Hollow Knight or anything like that. It's it's pretty easy to tra- traverse. But the combat's like these flying orbs around you, and you can change the type of orbs you have where you can do kind of like magic flame attacks, or it could be like a melee like iron hammer. Um, and then you could change presets of those orbs and your spells too. So there's a lot of deep combat systems over there as well. So yeah been thoroughly enjoying that um again I'm, I'm playing on games pass but it's on everything so uh yeah if you want to get on switch you can uh guys this next game oh boy uh i got this game for seven dollars on, uh, on amazon which is a very good price for it <laughs> uh sushi striker the oh, way yeah. of sushido yeah um this is a really cool game i think um so i'm playing on 3ds it is is one of those rare games that came out on 3DS and Switch. Um, but I thought I feel it was like better it, on 3DS than it was on Switch. Yes, it is at home with the 3DS. It is a puzzle. Yeah, it's a puzzler, uh, action-paced RPG, I would say, where the premise of the game is that you're in a world that sushi is uh, a commodity. It's like very hard to come by, and you wind up being a sushi striker out of nowhere by this like this guy just teaches you how to do it and that's your combat against this evil empire that has taken over this land and so basically the premise of the game is you'll have lines of rows of sushi plates um three lines and one going opposite direction to each other and they're colored plates and the uh, the objective is to uh, as as when you touch a colored plate you want to connect the same colored plates adjacently as fast as possible and once you connect like uh like maybe seven or eight you'll get empty plates on your like kind of like belt or your ring and so you want to get accumulate a lot of empty plates stack plates so you could throw it at your enemies (laughs) and it's a really fun game i i think um so far i've only been like four or five levels i think the game knows how ridiculous it is too um it's very self-aware of what it's going at. It's not trying to be very serious at all. It has this really cool um, cartoony anime uh, going on. It very it, it it feels like a like a joke kind of, but the game mechanics is there. I think there's a little bit of RPG stuff going on with like leveling up, um, kind of like your creatures. I forgot what they're called. They're like sushi strikers or something like that. But they can bring special abilities to the puzzle game itself, like. You can um, put a snapshot of all the same colors of plates at one time so you can get an ultimate attack move against your enemy. So, um, But yeah, I've been enjoying it so far. It's only, I've only been playing it for like maybe an hour, so like four or five levels, but uh, it's been really good. And each level you, you get a ranking at the end, like a B or an yep. A, yep. so you can get better and better as you go along. I really liked it, um, but it got us four years ago. The thing that yeah. I remember about this game, it came out and was like $40, which felt like a yeah. big ask for a puzzle game. I was like, wow. But it is good. Yes. It is good. I got it. I think I got it Black Friday, like 20 bucks on 3DS. I think it's best on 3DS with the um, with the control scheme and the yeah, stylus. The stylus. Yeah, it, sure. it plays better there. 
Well, that's cool. sure. touch screen controls on the Switch. I think uh, there is. I think there is. I'm, sh- I'm almost sure there is, but um, I, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't feel like it, it should be with a like a with a switch or with your finger. It really does feel like you need to be with a stylus and yeah. connect the yeah. puzzles as fast as you can. It goes pretty fast mm-hmm. in those puzzles. Okay. Uh, but I'll be playing a little bit more for seven dollars. I'm enjoying. Can't beat it. it. Can't beat I it. Know. I missed. I was on. I was doing Xbox Empire with Kevin last week, and six minutes after we got offline, I saw that Wario tweeted that WarioWare Gold was like. Nine fifty, and, and I missed it. I was like, I missed. Dang, I missed that too. I would have bought that. Yeah, like, I, I need to get dang. it. I'm still waiting to get that one on a on a really sweet deal. Yeah, me too. Um, and then Xenoblade. Yes, I'm still playing it. I'm on chapter fourteen. I'm getting there. Um, I'm about to face Eggle. Uh, if, if you know that guy, so. Um, I know this is not the last boss. You can tell it's not the last. I was going to say, are are you getting there? Are you sure? <laughs> I want to finish it this weekend. That's my goal is is to finish Xenoblade this weekend. You heard it, Donnie. Okay, I I am finishing it this weekend. <laughs> hey, don't be in a rush, uh, man. It's not like you have to play Deadly Premonition tomorrow or anything. Oh. <laughs> that, that's true. I don't have to play a fucking game, guys. Um, not happy about that at all. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I've been saying this for a while. I watched the gameplay and the previews. And I think before people started to really notice it, and I haven't told you guys on the podcast, mm-hmm. Deadly Premonition 2 looks like hot garbage. It looks terrible. Well, yep. that was basically all but confirmed when the review cycle <laughs> went up yesterday. And everybody was like, this game is a broken mess. And there are still people out there like, oh, Four frames a second is how you're supposed to play this game. It's so good. <laughs> it's not. There are lots of people reporting bugs like you'll go to investigate a crime scene and like none of the controls will appear. Or your HUD will just mysteriously go missing in the middle of you traversing the map and stuff. Yeah, there's a difference between, I think, low quality and actually broken. I am distraught. Mm-hmm that I pre-ordered this game. Like, there's nothing <laughs> I can so do sorry, about Donnie. it. Like, I paid $60 to Nintendo of America to have access to this game, and I can't cancel it. Because Why'd I pre- you pre-order it? Because I had gift cards. I had money, and if I didn't spend it on that, mm-hmm. I was going to buy, you know, 10 other indie games I probably wouldn't play. And then I enjoyed the first one. I was coming off the first yeah, one, which I had fun true. with, you know? So I was like, I'm all going to get it. But here's the thing. Even with everything that was said bad about the performance, which is jank as can be, I was actually still kind of like, okay, it's not going to be good. I'm not going to like that part of it, but I still like this character, this agent, this mm. Francis York Morgan, right? I'm going to I'm going to play and I'm going to play it and have fun. Then I started listening to some reviews that talk about the story. Oh, apparently there's some real salacious, slanderous, bad stuff in there, some homophobic or transphobic things. What? Really? Yeah, and and uh. he and apparently the character like does impressions or accents of people and they're in Louisiana and the South and I just okay people that are getting this glowing reviews what is what is their positive about it the story and the character the the zaniest and craziness that is 
deadly premonition. They just really like it. And I think, I do think there's something to be said about its uniqueness. Like it's different. It's very different. It's honestly Mm -hmm. just different. It's almost different just to be different. It's different every way, right? Every game's like 4K60. This is like 324. Right. (laughs) And yeah, the story makes no sense and everything like that. I'm going to play it because I bought it, but I'm not real happy about it. About how much fun it is. And if I could cancel and delete it, I would. Like, there's tons of games to buy. I just. Yeah. I really. I really don't get this. Like, it's a glowing positive review if it's just broken like this. It's still polarizing. There's still people that like it. DualShockers gave it a nine. I just really don't. Understand. That's a respectable outlet, right? Yeah. You know, that's not like somebody's blog.com. It's Dualshockers. Been around for 15 years. I know. You know, so I think it's it is it's polarizing, it's divisive and I'll I'll let you guys know what I think about it. Um outside right. of that, I tried playing Dragon Quest Builders 2 and I say tried because I played the demo, I didn't really mm-hmm. like it. And I listened to Sean talk about how much he loved it during Animal Crossing, and I didn't have anything to really play, so I was like, I'm going to get it. And I got it on a deal. I got it for 20 bucks. I was That's like, good. sweet deal. And I played it for about three hours. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to play this anymore. <laughs> you <laughs> know, like It's like the same thing. It's just the more of the demo. So I took it to GameStop, and I went physically to GameStop because... Two or three weeks ago, they had like an overnight, happened at like one in the morning. I think Romaine, I think you'll remember this. There was like a buy two, get one free on select games or something, and Slay the Spire yeah. was one of them. So I quickly cashed in my my GameStop rewards, and I wanted to get it. But I kept waiting yeah. for the certificate, and I couldn't get it. And by the time oh. I got the certificate, it was sold out. Little uh. did I know, at one in the morning, I apparently got a reward that you have to redeem in store. So I've had this $10 coupon sitting there that I have to go in store. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to brave the outdoors. I'm going to go to GameStop today and I'm going to get something. And I didn't really know what I was going there for, to be honest with you. I just knew I had Dragon Quest Builders, which by the way, traded in for 2850. So wow. Cha-ching. So you just made money. Yeah, I was going to say, wait, how much did you buy it for? 20. 20. <laughs> nice. And if you trade in a game towards a purchase, you get $5 off of that purchase. So that 2850 Ooh. might as well be 3350, right? Uh, plus my $10 gift card and I walked out of there today with Trine 4 which I liked Trine on Wii U I, it's like 12 bucks so that wasn't much and Catherine I got Catherine oh, for the Switch nice. and I'm excited to bring it home and I'm excited to play it so I'm hopefully going to try to get into that this weekend-ish maybe but oh. um, I tried playing Clubhouse Games Rebecca I tried playing Mahjong finally yep. still don't understand I don't know what the hell is going on <laughs> Like they're talking about slamming the tiles. I will say it's like I get that you you have sequential numbers and you've got like characters. Like I I get that, but then like how do I take tiles from the other players that I want and get rid of the ones that I want? Because were you playing multiplayer? No, but the tutorial kept like the tutorial is doing the auto moves for me. And even while I was going through the tutorial, I was like, but I don't understand the moves that you're explaining. Like how did I? How do I know to make that move? Which I guess I just got to keep playing, but you just match them up. Yeah, I did the tutorial, and then I played a, a thing, and then I turned the thing off, and then I lost, and I was like, I just no, mm. I just don't we'll think. Teach you later. I don't think I get mahjong. <laughs> be, I think that's what I need. Right, I need that's like four people to sit down at the table and be like, here's so I can ask all the questions. I think that's the thing that's missing from the tutorial, or and I think a lot of tutorials in games that you know you just don't understand is what if I have a question? Like, of course you tell me that I can yeah, make this true. play. But what if I want to understand why I'm making that play? Right. That's the part that that's sense. the missing link. So yeah. I didn't do that. And then uh, I did reach out to the the studio folks to hashtag fun time. 
We talked about this in our July preview. I posted a little trailer. I got a review copy and I got to play it. I can't tell you how I feel about it because mm. review embargo is next week. Oh, but I'm playing okay. it. Go. Cool. Looks fun. I really want to say things. <laughs> I want to say lots of things, but I'm next playing. week. Um, yeah. So I'm doing that. I'm looking forward to playing Catherine and that's good. Let's get out of here and let's get into this week in Nintendo or could be called today in Nintendo as we have our big news story. Just a few hours ago, Nintendo tweeted out the following. Check out gameplay of the upcoming Paper Mario, the Origami King tomorrow at 10 a.m. So if you're listening to this on your podcast feed, this is happening right now, today. <sighs> Nintendo Treehouse Live Plus will feature a first reveal and gameplay for a title in a franchise new to developer way forward. Very particular wording. Extremely. Clarification, please note that WayForward's new title featured in Nintendo Treehouse Live is based on a third-party property as the internet rightly yeah, that, started that going nuts. that came out way too late. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad they did, though, because otherwise we would all have been going into this with expectations of, oh my god, WayForward's making a Metroid game, or exactly. oh my god, WayForward's making a Wario Land game, or whatever. Like, kind of how... Cadence of Hyrule, you know, the Zelda IP was handed over. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was thinking it would be that sort of thing. Um, Metroid. It'll still be interesting, I think, to see what this is, but they, they went ahead and tempered our expectations. <laughs> like, guys, it wouldn't party. be a Cadence of Hyrule type thing. What do you think it is? I, I don't know now. I have no idea. I had several guesses, but now I, I honestly don't even know what I could guess now. I have and one it's... guess, mm-hmm. but I don't think it's right, but I still want to make the guess. Just in case mm-hmm. it is right, I can be like, see? Donnie was smart. Um, the only thing that gets me off is the the thing that they said new, new to WayForward. And that's where my prediction would be wrong because it's actually not new to them. But if you look up WayForward, they have a long, a long track record with working on IP and properties that don't belong to them. They've done SpongeBob games and DuckTales games and Batman games. And they've done all kinds of licensed stuff that they've worked on in the past. They have worked mm-hmm. with Konami. I've seen several people suggesting that maybe this is a Castlevania game. Um I would love it to be a Castlevania game one, just for, I'll put that out there. I think it'd be great. I'd love to see Castlevania yeah. return. And when this news dropped that WayForward was working on a franchise, I was I immediately went to Metroid. I've said it before. I think Shantae and very much, Shantae is always kind of like the Mega Man game that I've always wanted. And I would think that that would make a lot of sense in a Metroid or a Castlevania place. Maybe it's a Mega Man game. Could they be working with Capcom to make a mm-hmm. Mega Man game? The game that I want to propose, again, not saying that I think this is it. I'm just making a correlation here is silent hill because wayford has actually made a silent hill game before they made one on the vita for konami and we have rumors for about a year now that silent hill is getting rebooted not just one on the playstation that everybody's been talking about there's Mm -hmm. also in the original rumor there's a secondary game a second game a smaller-ish game they've i think they even said it was episodic maybe a Mm -hmm. secondary silent hill game so when this news came out that it was a third party property i went could it be silent hill could they be making the silent hill game for konami that you know with other folks so i would love it to be that because I love Silent Hill and, and obviously I'm a big fan of Way Forward. Do I think that's it? No, because yeah. they said it's a new franchise to them and that wouldn't be. They've done it before, but it could be like that could just be semantics and I'm reading too much. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I hope it's cartoony, bright and visual and it's awesome, but I don't know what it is. 
when they said third party property, I was like, I have no idea now. It could be anything now. It could be anything. Bioshock, remember that was supposed to be on the Vita? <laughs> the thing is that, like, why is this? We got to think, why is this being shown off at, like, it's probably going to be a Nintendo exclusive, right? If it's being shown it off like at a it. Nintendo Treehouse event, and WayForward's not, if WayForward isn't, isn't announcing it themselves. Or maybe it's just not so big that it would warrant time being published or shown by PlayStation Xbox right now. Or they're in the midst of launching new yeah. consoles and big AAA games, and maybe this is like a a smaller-ish type game. Maybe. But if it is a franchise that has merit, any kind of merit, like even on the Switch world, right? If it's River City Girls or Mighty Strike Force or you know anything like that, there are still Nintendo Switch fans that are going to be excited for that announcement. So mm-hmm. you know, it's it's good in that aspect that it's here with Nintendo. Cause if it is one of those things, which it probably is, if it's one of those types of things, you know, you can't show that at, you know, what is it? PlayStation connect or PlayStation play state of play. They can't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nobody's going to like that. <laughs> like, they're going to be all mad. No, those, those fans don't want to mm-hmm. see those types of games. I, I don't think I'm sure somebody does obviously, but the majority of them don't, they want to see, you know, big triple a action adventure games and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So, I was originally thinking it's like okay if they're just doing a new to a third party franchise it's like why don't they just put out a video themselves and and it would be really cool to see them get out there but I'm like well you'll get a signal boost from Nintendo if you, you just tag along behind that Treehouse Live is like that that a lot of people will pay attention to it so hmm. I don't know I, I I have no idea what this property could be if it's Silent Hill just saying all right. <laughs> You heard it here. <laughs> We're not going to take that one. <laughs> You're not going to take that one. I got it. I got it. Um, um, I'm sorry. Do you have something? Uh, nobody's talking about how we're seeing gameplay for uh, Paper Mario. So I feel like that's going to be something that's going to be dragged out. Mm. And then <laughs> we're all just waiting for the word announcement. Didn't they do it with Pokemon and Zelda one year? Something like that. Yeah, they had like Pokemon... It was like Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Moon, like before the Zelda reveal, and everybody was yeah. like, just come on. <laughs> <laughs> That's sad. Poor Paper Mario. He's had a rough week this week. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online is adding three new classic games to your libraries. Please be excited. Super Nintendo, Donkey Kong Country, and Natsume oh. Championship Wrestling are being added to the NES game The Immortal. Both will be arriving next week on the 15th and brings the total games with both library to 85 games for you to play. Garrett, you look excited. Garrett. Donkey Kong Country Donnie. Why are you excited one... about this? You have a Super Nintendo than... Classic. Well, because it's better than Super Mario World. That's why. And that's my hot takes. Donkey Kong Country. It's better than Super Just... Mario World. Take it to the bank. I need, <laughs> I need Carol back. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> he has so many regrets. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe um, we got I'm, it. I'm honestly still surprised that this wasn't included originally. Like this seems to me no. a no-brainer that it should have been there from the start. I I'm really happy that um they brought it now, but I can't help but feel like they waited because they knew that they weren't going to be adding anything interesting as time went on, so they held the interesting stuff back just so that we could get excited over Donkey Kong Country. Well, I mean, that's the thing, right? If if they add them all at the start, then they can't String you along one at a time every other month as you go on. Well, that's probably all we're getting until September when we get our Game Boy Color games. I'm okay for Game Boy Color, yeah. That'd be awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, that'd be cool. Give me some Pokemon games. It's like the one yep. thing that I would play more on my Switch. I mean, so I would hope, I would hope they would put Pokemon on it. Have that you guys played your Nintendo Switch Online library at all? No. No, since, since COVID don't interest me. Yeah, it's not interesting me. Like, like I, I have so many other games I'm playing right now. I'm, I'm not feeling way. classic enough. Yeah, and and there is a um, and we, I remember discussing this when the announcement came. Um, I was super excited for the Super Nintendo Entertainment Classic. Really yeah, excited, too. so yeah. excited, and I was console. super excited when they brought Super Nintendo games to 3DS. But they've already done that. <laughs> like done, yeah. they've done it. Like right, so it's it's Wii, 3DS, Wii U, and now the Super Nintendo Classic. And it's like after all of that time through the thing, like it's I'm kind of over it. I'm happy that they have it. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I still mm-hmm. like Nintendo Switch Online for yes. twenty bucks a year or whatever. It's a sweet deal. You get all the games. Like I have no yeah. problem with it at all. I'm not poo pooing on it. It's just you're not gonna find any. I don't know how many games they could announce from the NES or SNES library that would actually get me excited well, to come tell the thing you about to it. me is and i feel exactly the same way that you just described um to me i don't i, I think donkey kong country should have been there from the start and also mm-hmm. why don't we already have the other games in, you know in that series on the service already yeah where's earthbound where's you know they should be pulling the things that we get later on are those third-party supports like i don't know there's just so much that they could have done i think at a bare minimum we should have had what was on the virtual consoles on 3DS and Wii U, and then they keep adding stuff. And the Wii, the Wii Virtual Console was insane. Yeah, that's what we're all missing. They have it all up their sleeves. Yeah, but they don't I need think it. They're just yeah, they're just waiting it out. They don't need it. You see how much Animal Crossing money, man? They just bells over bells over bells. They're not giving anything. We talked about it, Carnage. Yeah. yeah, they could add. I don't know. Donkey Kong Country Two is going to be out a year from now. On, on exactly. That's, yeah. that's true. It's absolutely true. And I'm like, you know You're what? Laughing, I'll, but he's right. I'll play sure. it on an emulator before that. <laughs> I'm playing Earthbound on an emulator because it's not on Switch Online. So. It's sad. Yeah, these are not new ticks. It's just, <laughs> it's it's just like every Nintendo right fan has these. Yeah. If they had some of the rarer ones that are harder to find, harder to come by, but even then, like you guys said, like if you're already in an emulator space, you already have access to all of it anyway. So, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter. Donkey Kong Country again, though. Limited Run one, Games so. had an event where they announced a ton of physical games coming to Nintendo Switch. Guys, there's a lot of games here, so I'm going to scan through wow. and just say the ones that catch my eye. Uh, mm-hmm. The Shantae games, especially Risky's Revenge coming back, uh, River City Girls follow-up, uh, The Return of the Oberdin, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2. Let's see here. Samurai Jack, which I watched on IGN's stream last week. I'm not sure how much you guys are following. It still looks like a pretty fun little action platformer type of game. I, I think I'm going to get that one. Super Meat Boy, Katana Zero, Bug Fables, Castlevania Anniversary Collection, Carrion, which I'm still eagerly awaiting release for, hopefully, mm-hmm. it's this weekend, and Gree. Any of these other games catching your guys' fancy? Are you excited about, you know, these physical editions being announced in the first place? No, not really. Um, I love I love the idea of it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a hard sell for me when I bought these games for dollars. Like, to, I would love to have a physical copy of To the Moon, but I got that game on PC for $3. Mm-hmm. Am I going to spend 40 whatever, to get a physical copy? Probably not. But I love the idea of it. I love having, like, that preservation of the physical copy of the game. Yeah. For collectors who really love each of these games, I think it's it's priceless. I, I feel the same way when I was uh, thinking about getting, like, the Outer Wilds. Um, that was my game of the year last year, and I played on Games Pass. And they're like, hey, this is what's available now is Outer Wilds. You can buy it on limited run games. And I'm like, oh, let me check the price on that. 
$35. I'm like, no, I'm not going to buy tens of dollars. I've already played a game on. Mm -hmm. It's so cool for other people that want to collect physically. And I think I'll get to that point when I I have maybe disposable, more disposable income and space. But for now, Mm -hmm. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm just okay. I think also the preservation of it is important. Like, you know, when all For of sure. these doors are turned off offline and, you know, the developers are out of business and you're never going to get, you know, your batteries die and all that years yep. from now, mm-hmm. yeah. you can always put that in your switch and play it. Yep. Yeah. You always have that cartridge. It is very, very good. And, and I'm with you guys. And I'm, I'm really I think I'm more with you, Garrett. I, I love the service. You know, like that, that these, that the folks that like to collect are still finding service. I've been saying that about kind of the digital transformation forever. As long as there's a market for it and they're willing to pay for it, there will always be somebody somewhere mm-hmm. making cartridges or systems or pressing discs or something for you to have, even if they don't even play on the consoles. <laughs> like they'll do it on PC or something. They'll just start making CD ROMs and stuff for like, there'll always be a way, I think, as mm-hmm. long as there can be. As long as there Shantae's can be. Shantae's getting that Game Boy cartridge release through this, isn't, isn't. Mm-hmm. That one That's of them? so cool. The only yeah. thing that I've Amazing ever that. done like this is uh, Golf Story. I got Golf Story physical, even though I already bought it, and but I but I sold it too because it was worth more. Um, like it was, I got what I paid for out of it because ultimately what I wanted was the golf story collector's edition, but I didn't spring for it, but that's really okay. kind of what I wanted. I wanted it more as a display item, but, um, I, I like having cartridges so the kids and I can share, but I like, I love Katana zero. You guys know it was top mm-hmm. of my, you know, game of the list was top five for me last year. I wouldn't buy it again. Just have a cartridge of it. Mm. You know, it's kind of that for me. I don't, I don't know how many games are out there like that for me. So, mm-hmm. but, and the game boy color cartridges, you got to know. The ba- they have batteries in them, right? Yeah, they they die. So I don't know. That, that's more of a collector's thing than a physical sure. preservation. Yeah, sure. Rebecca, let's get into some questions. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> so Rhett Butler of Sailor Moon wants to know thoughts on the light controversy surrounding Origami King's gameplay. I think is that referring to the um, experience? I was about to ask. Is that a, is that a controversy? I don't think it's a controversy as much know. as a preview that's that's yeah. happening. Yeah. I did see some people saying, you know, that it's it's not like old Paper Mario because of the the experience thing. I've yeah. been hearing some mixed takes it on that. It is not the Paper Mario viewer mm-hmm. and it's not the return to form that by the way, I don't think Nintendo ever said it was. I think leakers and, and folks that were predicting Paper Mario were saying it was a return to form and yeah. that's set the expectation for everybody. I don't recall Nintendo going, we've made a Paper Mario game and it's like the old one. It's returning to its roots. Yeah, I don't mm-hmm. remember them ever actually going down that path. Um, that's what people wanted. I don't, it is interesting that people are, are upset about it. I guess I understand why because you don't like it. If you're not leveling up some of the battles may seem pointless, but I think the battles are supposed to be fun, and that's like the whole point of the puzzle mm-hmm. mechanic. I mean, I understand that people want Mario RPG, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but this game isn't that, and I'm not going to hate this game because it's not that. This mm-hmm. game is Paper Mario. I found it interesting with Kevin specifically, which I always use him as a foil to make my own opinions. I, I think it's interesting that he was like, I'm going to skip it because it's not the old one, but he really liked color splash and it wasn't the old <laughs> one either and i was like this is it's so hard to nail with him sometimes um i didn't like color splash but again as i said to you guys last week i'm excited for this one and i can't wait to play it next week i think it looks fantastic i want to see all the new exploration and stuff and um i've only read jeff grubb's preview but i saw a lot of people That's tweeting that, yeah. his tweet right 
his tweet said that there's no experience and all that and you don't have companions and people are angry about that. If you read the preview, right, if you click the link that's in the tweet, <laughs> he says good things about it, too. Yeah, you know, like I read it in full as well. Yeah, it, you're taking it, the 240 things, character yeah. and you're like, this game's awful. It's not awful. He said no. he loves the writing and the exploration and uncovering yes. the secrets. I'm there for all of that. Like, give me all of that and more and I'll, I'll be happy, I think. We'll see. I think um, it's the mechanic of uh, like any RPG is that, you know, even in Pokemon where you stop and you battle. And this is what this game is too. You stop and you battle. But I can't think of any other game where you stop and then take turns to battle and you don't get experience points or you don't grind. You know, it just seems like random to me. It's like, okay, you're going to get into this battle, but it's just going to be this puzzle game. You're not going to get much more out of it. Like, like, I don't want to say more out of it, but there's not a Yeah, because as you progress the story, you get better items and stuff like that so as you get further you do get better but it's not a rpg system where you can see the numbers going up and down and all that i'd be very interested to see the reviews are like hey yeah this may not have experience but this 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 and that right like this is why it's unique and this is why it's getting the review it is so (laughs) i retweeted a tweet that said because we all love grind right guys grind I do. That's it's, the thing. But it's, I don't. Yeah, so that's yeah. where we would differ. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm good. And I'm this news came out and I was like, oh, that's great. I don't have to kill eighty thousand Goombas to get to the next chapter. I'm good. I, I think it's just another line of progression. I guess and like I don't you don't it, that's very rare to see a game where you stop in battle and you don't have sure. experience points. That's a good up. point. Good point. Very mm-hmm. good point. What are you, Rebecca? Anything? I don't have any opinion on Paper Mario. <laughs> Garrett, are you are you pre-ordering? I'm not pre-ordering right now. I want to read reviews. I okay. want to read reviews. That's and I'll, I'll be busy with Donkey Kong Country. You know. Okay. Mm. Well, I have mine for you next week. You know. Also, okay. uh, with Kevin's comments this morning, you know, he was like, "This is not like the old ones." I'm gonna pass. Isn't it awesome? Uh, like, isn't That's it interesting that s- some people will take the stance like Nintendo never does anything new, so I'm not gonna buy it. And, and then they're unhappy when they do something. And new. then they're like, this isn't like the old one. So I'm not going to buy It's just like people kind of set up, you know, it's just whatever you want, right? Ultimately, yeah. I think that starts on point. If you peel away what they're saying, they're just saying this isn't what they wanted. So I'm still very excited about it. And I will it be looks playing really it. really good yeah. from the trailers. What else mm-hmm. are you playing? <laughs> like if you're not, <laughs> you got to play something, guys. I'm, I'm excited. I can't wait to play it next week. Next question. Lover Legend wants to know our top three Nintendo franchises. Our top or what we think are the best? Oh my no. goodness. No, our top. Our <laughs> our favorites or our- what we think are the best? I I don't know what she meant. Interpret as you wish. Okay. Um I think mine are actually both. Uh I've always said it, my favorite Nintendo franchises are Zelda, Pokemon, and Mario. I think those are probably the best. If I had to say, if I had to answer them both, I would answer that. I would answer both ways the same. I agree that it is. Those are the top three franchises of Nintendo. Um, If you don't count Pokemon publishing, you know, like mobile games or whatever. And if you split, well, here's the thing. What, how do you, if do you split like cart and smash as a franchise or are we rolling them all into the IP? All right. So in that regard, I will go Zelda, Cart Pokemon. Hmm. Interesting. Where's no? Never mind. 
Uh, so I agree with Donnie on the Mario Pokemon Zelda. If if Pokemon wasn't or yeah, if Pokemon wasn't in there, I think right now, and I, I think it is. It's Animal Crossing. I think Animal Crossing's up there right, right. now. Yeah, right now. And well, I th- I, it's definitely I, earned a seat at the table. We said top three. I know. I know. I, I just think the buzz around right now is Get a little choosy at the top three. I if know. I had to build out a top five, you probably would have heard me say the words Animal Crossing. And so those are also your favorites, Donnie. What about your favorites, Garrett? Uh, my favorites are Donkey Kong, Pokemon, and Fire Emblem. Those are my top three. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. As for my favorites, for the longest time, it would have been um, Zelda, Pokemon, and Splatoon now. Um, but now I think, honestly, Animal Crossing is kicking Pokemon out of that spot. Wow. I know. That's a big statement for me. Wow. And I, I don't know if I want to do that, but that's my way of making this a top four. So now let me ask you this let me ask you this question because i got the same sentiment from both of your answers are you suggesting when you both said your answers i got the impression that that's kind of what they are currently like as of today like today's climate like in this window of time right 2020 these are the top franchises where i was think i think i'm was thinking more like nintendo's entire history of catalog that's because mm. every time I hear these types of ranking questions, that's where I kind of go from. So, like, if you were asking me today, Animal Crossing would absolutely be included, right? Mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't include Fire Emblem, and I probably wouldn't include Cart because they're oh, old, they're yeah. old in, in in three houses, which was great. I don't think it was as good as Fire Emblem games of old. Yep. Right. Yeah. So that makes a lot more sense. I think. Good question. If I right? if I think entire history, I think Super Smash Brothers. It's good. It's it's tough to yeah. I mean, that's where the argument gets real fun, right? Because it's like I would defend Cart, you would defend Smash. We would both have a great case to make. Splatoon has zero case to make in that regard. (laughs) You're right in the grand history, though. But if we're talking about what I've enjoyed in this generation, Animal Crossing just beat Splatoon for my most played game on Switch. Nice. Just last week. Nice. Cool. And it's cool. It's great that we bring all different flavors to the pod. Anyway. Grouchy wants to know, can everyone give us one hot take about the Switch? The Switch, not Nintendo. Hmm. I have one. Go Go for it. I don't want them to make a pro model. What? Wow, that is a hot take. Unless it still has the Switch hybrid model of TV and handheld, which I don't see how a pro model could Have you been reading those articles over the financial summit or whatever the investors yeah. call they just had into the technology because furukawa if, if basically did, just said that he just said but. that yeah they were like some some investor asked them like you know the switch is getting outperformed what are you going to do about it and they were like we're looking to extend you know it was all the garrett answer right and the legal answer is like, we're looking to extend the life of the switch but we don't want to you yeah. know change it's you know interesting characteristics and basically portable if, and home console. If uh, they were moving in the direction of a pro model that was TV only, I would not even consider getting that. I I would I wouldn't mind a TV only model, but not if that was the only only thing, right? And I'm with you. The Switch yeah. is more of kind of a a way of life. It's a way of doing things. Like you want to keep this model. Um that was the whole point, right, of Awada. Awada has talked about this for years. This is a long it's 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 actually insane how long this took to happen. 
This was like 3DS. They were talking before Wii U. They were talking about we've got to stop doing console and portable and console and portable. Like they've they mm-hmm. wanted to unify. Now they are, and now they're seeing the rewards of that. So they should lean into that. Now that will go as far as tablet and smartphone technology will take them. It's getting better, and as I have brought up a few times, streaming is catching up. And at some point, those paths are going to converge, right? Where you can run really awesome games locally in portable in portable fashion, and then streaming will take you the other half of the way. And uh, I personally think that's the way for Nintendo Switch and Nintendo to move forward. You know, ten years from now, not don't folks don't get crazy. You know, a few years down the line, right? Let Xbox and PlayStation and Stadia duke it out figure it all out and then let Nintendo walk in and be like, we're going to put Mario on it and everybody's going to buy it from us. (laughs) (laughs) And I said Mario for a reason. (laughs) There you go. I don't think, I don't know if I have a hot take. My, my hot take used to be that animal crossing, you know, was a B tier franchise. That's I'm just wrong. There's nothing (laughs) I can do about that. Remember the first time I got into this podcast. (laughs) Hashtag Donnie was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I said it was so boring. Like before Animal Crossing, you were asking. Raked over the coals. Yeah. And, and look at it now. Yeah, I don't know. Sorry, Grouchy. I, I just don't have anything on the tip of my tongue. If I come up with one, I'll let you know. I think, um, I don't know if it's a hot take. I don't think it is, but I See, think that would be my issue because I could say things, but I don't think they're hot takes. Yeah, I don't think so either, but third party controller is better than first party controllers. It's this guy right here. This 8-BitDo Pro controller, you need it. No, you don't. You need it for platformers. The sticks are wrong. <laughs> I agree with that. Okay, I will go, I, I, I'll, <laughs> I'll agree with that, but I think for platformers on on your Nintendo Switch, you need this. Okay. I think you need this for Cuphead and, and stuff like that. So that's that's my hot take. My hot take would be like Kirby's really good. Ew. <laughs> but I don't know. If, is that a hot take? I mean, Kirby catches a lot of crap, and yeah, I feel like know, that's a lukewarm take. Yeah, I, I, that's why I wouldn't <laughs> say it. But Kirby gets a lot of like, Kirby gets a lot of gruff from a lot of Nintendo fans, and oh, it's Kirby. Yeah, but Kirby's better than that. You see it like when a new Kirby gets announced, people are like, "Oh God, I don't want to buy a Kirby game." It's like it's, it's, it's Kirby games are fun, yeah. yo. Yeah. Um, but I also like box boy games. <laughs> So, like, maybe it's just a, a me issue. I don't know. I, I don't have... Boy too, right? I don't have hot takes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Kaiju wants to know, if the 3D Mario remasters could only apply to one 3D Mario game, hmm. which one would you choose? 64. It's got to be 64. It's the one that's most deserving... I was so excited, and I'm still excited, right? Jeff Grubb says it's not the full remake that I want it to be. It's HD-ified. It's higher Mm. res, but still Mario 64. From the moment I set foot and saw Peach's Castle at the end of Mario Odyssey, the first thing and the only thing that went through my head was, oh my lord, what if they remade Mario 64 and it looked like this? It did look very beautiful. That's all I, that's really all I want. I would be so excited for that. And there's a lot of great things you can say here. I've seen Galaxy in HD. Um, mm-hmm. Odyssey has all the water, right? And like all that water stuff would look great in new stuff. But at the same time, like Sunshine doesn't look bad. You can play Sunshine on a GameCube and it still looks pretty good. If you put it on Dolphin, it looks even better. Yep. Whereas 64, you have to kind of be from the era to have an appreciation for it. 
Yes. That's the one that deserves to be remade because I think 64 is an amazing game because of what they did with the overworld and traversal and mechanics and, you know, hiding different modes in the game. What a great game at, a, at its time. I think it, it's on the pedestal with Super Mario World and 3, and it deserves that remake, um, in my opinion. So that's easily my answer. I think N64 games in general, with the low polygon count games, yep. they, they need to get remade for, like just to make it feel well, not like completely change the game mechanics or remaster from the ground up. It's like, no. Add a couple game. quality of life exactly. changes. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same quality. Yeah, that would be great, actually, for Ocarina of Time. I know it was a little bit better on 3DS. Guys, I promise I'll finish it after Xenoblade. Um, but I think like having a free roam camera control is probably like would be really good with with uh, the Super Mario 64. Um, every time I look at Super Mario 64 now, I remember playing it when I was a kid, but I didn't like really finish it or anything like that. And then now I look at it, I'm like, eh, I, 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 it looks kind of just it's it's weird to me. And I think it's just old games for me that just looks like that. And so I agree with you, Donnie. We need a remake. For Super Mario 64. That's so my play. answer too. Nice. Finally in agreement about Mario. I can't tell you the magic that I felt when you run as Mario and then you press the Z button and he scrunches down and he slides and you jump and he lands on his belly and you can slide down a hill. Like all of that for me, I was like, look at what he's, he can climb trees and jump off. And it's all stuff we take for granted now. But, you know, back in, I don't know, 1998 or 99, whenever I got it later than everybody else, whenever I got to play it, I was like. I've never seen anything like this. What is this magic? What is this voodoo? So that'd be amazing. I'd be very excited for that. Brendan wants to know, in Breath of the Wild 2, if we have the weapon-breaking mechanic, should Link be able to fight using his fist and shield? Get these hands. I think there's other games that do that too, where if you don't have any weapons, you just start punching. I think the gimmick that you have to like so, like, there are times in Breath of the Wild, specifically early on when you're in a plateau, where your your weapon breaks, and then you kind of have this mad dash to find anything you can. So you start throwing <laughs> rocks and picking up sticks. And I think that's good to have. And I think punching would maybe get rid of that. And I don't know if punching would be worth the trade-off. I, I agree. It'd be cool to punch something. I honestly think it'd be better as, like, a joke. Like, you could yeah. punch him, but when he punched him, like, he hurt his hand. He started, like, bouncing <laughs> oh, around or something. That. That'd be super hilarious stop. and cute. So that, that'd be. be my answer. It would be, like, very weak, I think. It's like, you punch him, but, like, they may get some damage, but you get a lot of damage, They too. just get stunned. They're like, what? <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> what it's like the wavy confusion sign above the head. And it's like, no, <laughs> I, I would like that a little bit. Oh, you see this guy? To turn it into, like, a little joke. Yeah, I don't see, like, Link as a fighter type of person he's a swordsman i don't yeah he he's a little be, like, dude kratos and gotta work like it wouldn't yeah yeah steven wants to know what nintendo franchise would you like to see get the paper mario mm. look treatment like a paper x game i've said this one before zelda yeah i i think that's probably the next suitable one i think you you, that i'm sorry go no go ahead I think you take the link between worlds mechanic of being able to like plaster into the wall and 2d and stuff. And then you apply that to a paper mache Zelda styled game. Mm -hmm. And I think awesome. I'm all for it. Nintendo make that. I would, I would enjoy it. 
Um, either that, that was my answer, or even Pokemon, um, whether it's a spinoff. I just want to see like another stylized like uh, Pokemon RPG type game. Pokemon Mystery Dungeon. Would be nice. Yeah. 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 It's getting there. Cafe Mix. Mm-hmm. Cafe Mix. Yeah. Uh, Fire Emblem. I think that would be cute. Paper and Fire just- Emblem. Yeah, I think that would be super Who's the cute. audience for that? That's me. <laughs> Not me. I love Fire Emblem, but I don't know if I want these paper characters walking up to each it other. It would be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's like, you, have you seen World of Final Fantasy? Is that it? It's just like, you know, a cute little chibi, but now it's like kind of paper-ish. I don't know. I think it would be a cute style. Chibi wouldn't be bad, but chibi and paper chibi. are different. Chibi. Yeah, that's true. It's it's, yeah, it's sort of weird. Zelda's the clear answer for this yes. one. I can yeah. see paper paper link. There was a there was a somebody like I did a fan made trailer of that. There was oh, a really? paper Zelda. Yeah, I think it, they, it was like Ocarina of Time in paper style. Oh, look that up. Metroid Hunter One Hundred One wants to know: Once it was a quality seal placed on a finished and approved game. Today there are post launch patches and DLC. Does Nintendo's seal of quality need to be redefined? Hmm. Well, I think it's just the matter of the times right now, too. Um, I think games are just getting bigger and more complicated. And we have the accessibility to fix things later on than we used to before. Where before, they were just, you seal it and that's it. You're done. It's like whether it's something's kind of broken or off balance, you you cannot fix it. You cannot mess with it. Now you have the ability to fix it. With, with these patches. And I don't think these patches are detrimental, I guess you could say. I feel like when I launch a Nintendo game still, it works really well compared to a lot of other third-party games. Yeah, a lot. I think Nintendo's quality of steel is still, still there, and I think they kind of further improve it as it goes along the way. I don't know. What do you guys think? I almost feel like the Nintendo Selects turned into that. Like it's kind mm. of reserved for the games that have been out for a while. They're the best of the best. Um, you know, they they might have received all of their updates and patches and DLCs and whatnot. And I know they don't really do selects anymore, um, mm-hmm. but it's almost like that's what it turned into for a while. They just I dropped think- all of the prices on like Mario Maker, mm-hmm. Yoshi, Splatoon Two. Are those permanent? Because they're dropped down to forty like everywhere. And they have mm-hmm. been for, I want to say, a week or two or three now. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, well, Nintendo sucks is kind of like the PlayStation hits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or it, yeah. it's the similar models. Like, all right, we're going to have to re-image this so we can sell a little bit more and like chunk it out a little bit down price because it's a little bit older. It's like, we've got our, our sales now. Let's try to get a little bit more out of it now with, with this kind of like marketing image with Nintendo selects. I tried to think of a hot take way to say this to to mm-hmm. to get something for Grouchy, but I don't think I can. Um, I mean, Garrett, you're just right on. You're right on with this. It's just a different time. If Nintendo instituted a quality seal of approval, and I did see uh, Ryan wasn't the only person that asked this, um, or at least not asked it, but talking about it. People are talking about it with that weird game that was put up on the eShop today that's starting to catch some headlines. Oh, yeah, right? Have you yeah, seen so, that? Yeah. So people are like, we need some control review. And this isn't the first time. I think yeah. we've been hearing about this on the PlayStation Store and stuff for a long time. Uh, I think gamers, especially devout gamers that are canvassing and going through and buying lots of games, they would like a better curated list of what's good versus what's not. Mm-hmm. So I understand the the belief. You're like, let's bring back the seal of approval. 
here's the problem, guys. If they did that, then Nintendo would be blamed for putting up barriers to publishing, you know, stuff like that. And we'd be hearing it from indie games and stuff like, I got to go through these standards and practices mm-hmm. to get my game on, right? That's just a div. It's just not the world anymore. Now you get, you get your dev kit, you get green lit, you jump through all the hoops and you are free to publish right away. And if there's mm-hmm. something wrong that gets brought up to attention, they'll take your game down. But you just, it's, it's open season. Publish whatever you want there. That's what game developers expect. And if you want to be in the market of making money as a publisher, that's what you have to deliver. That's what you have to mm-hmm. provide to, you know, to developers. You have to give them that access. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Like, I get the seal of quality. Like, I get the nostalgia for it, but it's so archaic and outdated. You know, I yep. can't ever imagine anything like that happening. Mm-hmm. Robert wants to know, um, since Nintendo is quite happy with how the Switch is doing after three and a half years, how long will this console last and why do you think a Switch Pro model will still happen? I've been on record wanting a Switch Pro for two years now. Like the, the Switch has been out three and a half years, and I've wanted one like since after a year it came out. And I realized that ports were going to be hard, you know, to to dev for and come by. And and, and even the good ones, um, typically we hear from the developers that make them require a lot of work. Yes. <laughs> and like that's never good, right? You want developers to get their game and on par quality over as fast as possible. You want your system to be easy to develop for. So I would love a pro. I would love a little bit more horsepower or three and a half years. I want to say, I think we're halfway there. Maybe not even halfway. Yeah. I could see, you know, the switch lasting two, three, maybe four years into after, you know, this, this next gen kicks off, right? We may get, you know, Xbox series X, PlayStation five for two three years before we get the next switch mm-hmm. i i think um i think you're right on the money there it's 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 about halfway and i think they can go much farther with it with a pro model um your sentiment towards like ports and like having more accessibility with a pro model i think that that's a little bit off to me because i still think a lot of third parties are just gonna release it to all switch consoles if you sell your games to just a pro model, you are instantly creating a barrier into your audience. I we think saw how that went with the new 3DS. Yeah, but I think we saw you're right, but we saw how that went with the new 3DS in a very select minimal effort. Yeah, and that's true. You could launch a new model. Think about the Xbox. There are Xbox series, you know, the original Xboxes out there, right? They are. Is anybody talking about it? Is it the forefront of anybody? If your game runs like trash on the original Xbox, does anybody care? No. Right? So Nintendo could, two years from now, be like, this is the Nintendo Switch Plus, and they put everything into it for three or four years, and it's everything, everything, everything. And yeah, Garrett, you can get, you know, the Outer Worlds on your original <laughs> Switch, and it plays yeah. like the Outer Worlds does on the on the original Switch. But on the okay. Switch, you know, Plus, it plays admirably. Playable. It's playable. <laughs> yes. It's playable. Yes. I see what you mean. So, yeah, still sell it to all the systems, but it's going to run like crap with yeah. your original model, probably. And you'll just have to, you know, get, you know, used to it or upgrade to the new model. Uh, but I still think they can't put the price too high for this pro model. Uh, so I don't know how pricing would be with that. I don't know the speculation is turning in towards that, but um, I don't know. Uh, I think, yeah, we're about halfway with it. I would agree with that as well. 
Zach wants to know, regardless of what your opinions are of these two characters, which of these two deserve to be in Smash Bros. Ultimate more between Spyro and Crash? And why? Why are the, why is this question on this show? Like, we have a know. PlayStation show for this question. <laughs> I think specifically for Smash Bros. Like, which one yeah. could we see being Spider's Pass? Hmm. I think Spyro would be a little bit more unique. Um, just because he's a small little guy, kind of like Pikachu, um, maybe he has a little bit more uh, like damage to his attack because of his spike tail. He has a, like a kind of a flame going on a little bit. Um, I think I could see a Spyro that's that's building off of a Pikachu move set, but with flames, and then possibly uh, summoning his bigger dragons as the ultimate move. I think I'm like I'm liking Spyro a little bit more than Crash right now. It's been a long time since I played a Spyro game, but doesn't he have lots of attacks, like different elemental attacks? Like he has mm-hmm. ice, fire, use of the lightning. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he would be fun to play as. And I think we need more four-legged type. Like it would be more interesting, like you said. I think, um, i sorry, I just thought of this. I think when you speed, Normally, when you speed in Spyro, you put your horns mm-hmm. down and go through. What if it's like an automatic attack where you speed and it's like you yeah. hit a character right then and there? Ooh, I like, want this now. Yeah. No. Okay. Spyro. It Spyro. is. I'm just going to keep with my legacy of hating on Crash. And I say that as <laughs> someone who's looking into buying Crash 4, but um, I think Crash, the series, is like so overrated and it is one of those things mm. I've never understood. It's not for lack of trying. I've played them before and I love Crash Team Racing really do Me love too. that game that game yeah. is great the original crash games i'm like these games aren't good it's what crash. am i missing like this is not it's not a good platformer maybe that's the mario in me um mm-hmm. i don't know like because i know a lot of people liked it because it was different right it was a mascot platformer but it was completely <laughs> different i can appreciate it being unique i just never thought it was good at what it did the whole mm, camera okay. angle and the jump and the spin thing i was just like really this is the the next you know, like I like Spyro so much more. Um, Me too. So I would yeah. go with Spyro just out of that alone. <laughs> All right. How are we looking on time? Well, give me one more. Okay. Um, now I'm digging from some of the older questions here. Mm-hmm. Um, let's end with what Soundscape wants to know. What are your happiest moments in your gaming history on a Nintendo system? That's a really good question. It is. Yeah. And you guys time to think about this. I didn't think about it either. Mm. Okay. I've got one. I've told this story before. It's probably been a couple years. I think the most happy or joyful I've ever been while playing Nintendo games was on my high school golf team. We used to play Mario Kart 64 for hours. It was one of the few games that I've played multiplayer indefinitely. We played it all season long. We played the same way every time. We played on the Blockfort map, and uh, we had a way of doing it. So obviously, we're drinking and having fun, right? So that goes into it. But what we would do is we would spend 15 or 20 minutes before the match started, and all of us would be on our own Blockfort, and we would just sit there and loot all of the question blocks for as many green shells as possible. 
<laughs> we would shoot all the green shells off the blocks, and then we would have a war of bumper carts where we could not shoot each other. You could only run each other off of the thing, and then as you fell down to the level, there would just be hundreds of green shells bouncing off the walls everywhere, and wow. you would try to make your way back up. to. And some people did it, and it was the most exhilarating thing watching somebody in this little corner of the screen try to dodge their way back up the ramp so they could get back into the fight. We had so much fun making up our own game in Mario Kart 64. And then when we were done, we would play Mario Golf. And uh, we would make, I think it was uh, Daisy, we would make her cuss or peach if you spam mm-hmm. the C button. Like she sounds like she's saying cuss words. So we would do that too. So um, yeah, just nights playing Mario or Nintendo 64 cart and golf with my golf team uh, on the road after matches, after bowling and all the things like we just did that for, there was probably a good year there where we just did it like every weekend. And mm-hmm. it was crazy because you're talking 2004, right? So like, there's like a, you know, like GameCube and Wii and everything or the Wii was on its way, but we yeah. didn't care. Like I was so not connected, you know, to the latest and greatest in the industry and all that. I was just playing 64 with my friends because we we're having fun and that's all we cared about. We didn't care about playing a new game or a different game. We just, these are the games we had and we made the best of it. Nice. Love it. What about you, Rebecca? Mine is um, off the top of my head, just a series of happy moments of what's kept me with Nintendo my whole life is um, playing all of the new Zelda releases um, with my dad. Um, We got into Zelda together when I was little with A Link to the Past and every single Zelda game that came out. That's like the reason why I would buy new consoles is like just loading it up and playing it together and watching each other play. Um, Cool. Always looked forward to it growing up. Still do. Nice. Um, I spent probably three summers. I think it's about three summers. Um, my, my best friends, uh, Aaron and Sean, they're brothers. They come over to my place and we would play Super Smash Brothers Melee. Um, probably, probably that and, and another game, probably the whole day. Um, and all day and all night. I love Super Smash Bros. Melee. We would have our mains and we would play Hyrule Temple and we would go. Uh, I think another thing we would do in that game is the black hole glitch. Ever heard of that? No. Um, basically, what you can do is uh, you grab Peach, Fox, Falco, and Ness. Those are the four characters. And then you grab um, turnips for for Peach. And then you get the... You remember the blaster gun that shoots very yeah. fast? So what you do is you put Fox and Falco in a correct distance, and then you put the blasters in the reflection shields between the two it'll start reflecting like like crazy to the point where it's kind of glitching and it's kind of freezing the game and you just see nothing but these bullets just coming down and then you have peach you grab the turnips and you throw them up you throw them up into those that that beam of, of bullets and then uh those turnips would start spinning probably around 10 to 13 turnips then you stop the beam and then you just see this just everlasting stop of turnips. And then next, you put PK <laughs> fire in there and be a supernova. You go straight into that 999 damage like in half a sec, like like instantaneously. And we would just laugh our butts off. Wait, wow. did you guys find this glitch yourselves? We found this glitch, yes. Oh my oh, gosh. No, we, we didn't find this ourselves. No, no. We, we figured, we looked up on the internet. Okay. Internet. <laughs> yeah. We we didn't just like that would be cool if we did. Yeah, 
That was, cool. that was really cool to see. I love that all of our memories had to do with like other people and like people that we care about. Oh yeah. As you were yeah. telling that story, Garrett, I was reminded of, um, again, 64, right? Four ports, multiple controllers. Me and my cousin used to s- s- stay up and like create like wrestling leagues and like WCW, NWO, like revenge and stuff. And man, like we we get like Juventud Guerrero used to do these like 450 splashes off the thing. And we would mm-hmm. just do it like tons. Like we'd have people like on every turnbuckle and we'd do it over and over and we'd set up all these little things. And yeah, I had a blast playing that game as well. We'd play that game for hours, just hours all nights when i say hours i'm not not even like a few hours like we would start in the afternoon and we would stop the next morning like we would go all night long playing those types of things we just and it's weird it's like a toy box right we would just create scenarios of weird things to do you know like how long can we beat the crap out of this person before the game just quits (laughs) you know like how many weapons can we get you know in the ring at one time just kind of stuff like that um it was our fun it was simpler time right you kind of had to make your own fun and there's the games are so good now. You've just like here I am. I'm like Dragon Quest Builders two. Nah, I need something else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that'll do it for us this week here in the Nintendo Shack. Do you guys have anything else you'd like to add? Plug on your own, Mario. It's eh. oh god, don't do this again. Oh, no. <laughs> don't do this again. You both thrown very thin ice. Very thin ice. Okay, do you see this? So if Nintendo Shack doesn't happen after this, you'll know why. <laughs> I'm very much looking forward to the remakes. How about that? Yeah, that's. A, I'm very much looking forward to you guys being like, schemes are great. I'm having so much fun playing Mario. <laughs> Mario is my number one favorite franchise. I can't wait. Full like, circle. <laughs> Full circle. I, I still have you, Sean. We still have each other. We'll play Mario 64 and we will have a blast. God, look. I can't wait to bring home Mario 64 on Switch. And my mm-hmm. I've told you guys before, it's one of the few Nintendo games my wife adores. And she adores it for one reason only, that stupid slide level where you chase the little penguin. She thinks yeah. that's the cutest thing in the world. She like she remembers she had um she was a babysitter for some kids in her neighborhood. I bought her a 64 when we were like 18, because her parents never let her have games. So I was like, oh, we got to get you a 64. And when I brought it home and hooked up to her, she was like, oh, I remember this. I used to babysit these kids across the neighborhood and they had this game where you would slide down this slide after this little penguin. I was like, that's Mario 64. She's like, that's the coolest thing in the world. It's like all that to her. That's what that game is. That's the whole game. The whole game is this level used to go slide and chase the little penguin. And uh, she remembers carrying the penguin back to the mama penguin. She didn't even know it was Mario, but she remembers the penguin of all things, the penguin. So... When I get it, when I get the game and I get to bring it home, we play it. I guarantee you, I'm gonna spend an hour. It's the penguin game. <laughs> down the penguin thing again. <laughs> exactly. It's just so good. It's gonna be so good. All right, that'll do it for us this week. Here we go. Good night, Cooplings. <laughs>